What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 17 of the Aussie Lag Gamescast, your one-stop shop for everything in the gaming spectrum. I am once again joined by my co-host with the most, the man with the plan, Jack Gibbs. How you doing, so brother? Good at it. I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Keeping keeping warm at the moment. We've actually had a lot of rain where I am at the moment. It's actually cooled down a little bit, so I'm just trying to keep warm, not get a cold before the warm weather hits and it's there's nothing worse than having a cold when the weather is warm it just doesn't feel right you know what i mean it just doesn't feel good yeah (laughs) something doesn't feel right (laughs) yeah it's very cold down here um and we've had the rain as well the cold winds apparently it was snowing today i didn't see it myself um but i've seen that on twitter someone posted on twitter their just backyard looks like it's just covered in snow yeah like new york city style (laughs) snowstorm it's it's in Australia, that's unheard of, right? That's insane. Well, like, that's it's crazy. It's weird. I don't know if it's like climate change or what the go is, but like growing up, it snowed like once when I was born, apparently. And then once in primary school, we saw a little bit out on the oval. And then the last two years, like I swear it snowed like five or six times. And like one of those Something's times, it was like driving, you know, I, I used to drive about 100Ks to work every day. And it was like driving like 30, 40 kilometers an hour because everything's snowy, all the signs on the freeway are lit up, slow down, and which didn't even know we had that infrastructure. And I don't know how to drive in the snow. Like, not that it was thick or anything, but like, you know, <laughs> I'm in a front wheel drive car. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what the oh. physics are <laughs> in regards to that. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's climate change or what the go is, but um, things be changing. So, yeah. The, the world is constantly changing. But you know what doesn't change? Our love of video games. So That's tell true. me, what have you been playing this week? What, are you, what have you been doing? This week, I <laughs> got back towards the Apex Legends a little bit. Um, oh, my. Oh. Yeah. hadn't played since, I think, April, I think it said on Origin. Um, and so I was, I'm at, like, nearly 800 hours in the game. So played a lot last year and um, early little, this year. That was a flex, everyone. No, that was a flex. That's right. This boy is 800 hours in. He's flexing. Well, it was a flex because the last two weeks I've come from the podcast with fuck all. Um, <laughs> just, just proven I play games. Um, so yeah, got back to it. A lot has changed, man. A lot has changed. Um, some for the better, some I would still figuring out. So we'll come back. But, um, you know, they've got like some crafting mechanics now, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um all different ammo capacities and grenade capacities and backpack capacities syringes you can carry much less syringes um the maps are very different they rotate the maps which i think i had played it when they rotated the maps but now they they um rotate them every half uh, one and a half hours which is cool um yeah so i was enjoying it but everyone else just got a lot better in the meantime it's just a bit of a shave i can i can tell i'm not as good um so spent some time in the firing range which you can now invite your friends to your lobby start up a match in the firing range and turn friendly fire on and have like 1v1 tourneys and stuff that's cool that's cool yeah so that's cool um, that must be added this season because i don't remember that being there last season i i think it is quite fresh yeah thing yeah yeah that's that's really good actually it's terrific and I only heard of it because it was on like someone posted something on Reddit so I think it is quite fresh Um, cool and yeah we've just been sort of setting up like we all start with the same loadouts or whatever and then just go guns blazing Um, because yeah it's been really hard to get back into the matchmaking to be completely honest so um, fair been enjoying that still playing uh, PUBG as well Um, switching between the two isn't 
fucking smooth it's, it's not like it's <laughs> it's rough um but yeah still still playing PUBG. haven't had as many chicken yep. dinners this week unfortunately um i think that's actually about it i've been been busy this week which is which is good which is good so hopefully oh, come back good. next week with uh with some more deets what have you been playing a uh, lot of Rainbow Six Siege been playing that nice. a lot started roping friends back into it so I've had people to play with which has kept me playing um, really enjoying it loving so much better with friends yeah and I'm really loving it like all the changes they've made um, looking forward to the Halloween event we had a leak about the Halloween event the other day so all okay. the skins for the Halloween event are puppet themed so everyone's going to look like a Muppet which is going to be dope as hell. I can't can we, wait for that. Can we it's afford the skins awesome. in this economy, or are they free? Well, the 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 upside I have is that I haven't been spending my renown, and I have a lot of it, which How means I can buy those. Shit, so uh, I don't remember again. off the top of my head. But if I wanted to, I think I could buy like five characters. Oh, okay, okay. I got about eighty thousand renown, which is about three characters. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I've been playing this game like crazy, like religiously, and I'm kind of like, I've almost finished the pass for their like battle pass. So now I'm, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm like, do I buy it or do I just <laughs> let it go? I don't know, because I finished the Call of Duty one and I'm still toying up whether or not I spend the money on that with a new cod around the corner, but with, the, with everything staying in Warzone maybe it's worth me spending the money to purchase it having all that like mm. skins and all that stuff it's just something that's the thing with like Call of Duty Battle Passes I usually buy the first two because I'm going to enjoy it for a year but when we're getting closer to the new Call of Duty it's almost like why would I spend money on some, on a yeah. game I'm not going to be playing in a few months time but with everything still being in Warzone maybe it's worth me doing it and I have put in a lot of time into COD and now I've put a lot of time into Siege and Siege <laughs> is going on to next gen so maybe Ah, it's just it's crazy. I, I, I it's really crazy. hope with the next gen version of Siege, they need to like rebundle the game for new <gasps> users. Like, they need to, uh, like you know, maybe it's like, oh, okay, we're bringing out a new thirty dollars edition of the game for new starters, and you get seventy percent of the operators or fifty yeah, percent. That would or, be that would be cool. You know, and you get you get the original pack, like the original ten or whatever it was, and then you get like twenty more. Like, you get a really substantial number, and you can pick them and just jump in well I'd be cool I'd be cool if they're like here's Siege it's a hundred bucks buy it you get every operator that's available in the game right now we'll give you this much currency you'll get this many days of double XP renown things and I'd be down with that that'd be cool because they've added they've added so much to the game and they've supported it like all the maps have been updated and stuff like I mean for better or worse Rip House but like it yeah. It's got it's got a lot of attention. Yeah, definitely, absolutely, and a lot of like and yeah, like it's one of those Cinderella stories where it launched it was a bit <laughs> iffy, but it it turned itself around and they look at it now. That's been the story the of this cut. generation, hasn't it? Is Cinderella stories? Cinderella like a game stories, comes out, yeah. it's terrible, it's shit, it's not what we were promised. Everyone paid too much for it, uh-huh. um, or or it was what we promised, it just didn't work, or. Um, you know, like if you think about like what we got, yeah, we got Rainbow, we got uh, what's the Fallen, not Fallen Skies, that's a TV show. Um, no Man's Sky, oh, No Man's Sky, Master yep. Chief Collection, obvious one, Destiny. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, Destiny. Yep, yeah, exactly. Um, we're still waiting for Anthem's recovery. <laughs> I can't even. 
no. That'll be a next gen story. I I, I oh. will be interested to see what the story of the next generation is because I wouldn't have seen broken games recovering being a big part of this generation uh, back in 2013 no. i honestly no. thought back in 2013 the big thing about this generation would just be what games weren't 1080p and what games were 1080p and well, it turned well, out I mean, it didn't fucking the, matter yeah back in the day though bro- like broken games didn't get fixed look at skyrim and anything bethesda did and <laughs> all that stuff it's like they just released it and now Bethesda's like, what, you want us to fix it? What the hell? That's not fair. We're going to need to stop making it so many platforms if we're going to have to fix yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, we will move on to that. I have one more game I want to talk about. Yeah, and then we can talk about the big news of the week. Lay it down. Have you heard of a game called Hades? Oh, I've heard like people... Hang on, is this the game like everyone on Instagram is like going on about like how hot one of the characters are or something? Is that... Oh, every character in this game's hot. Okay. I'm not a I'm not a man who's in the men, but there's some pretty men in this game. I haven't actually so, seen any like screenshots of it or videos or anything like laid on me. How hot? Like hot hot? Oh, we are talking tens across the board. We got right. half naked ladies, half naked men. Oh, everybody everywhere. Oh, what sort this of game, game is, is amazing. It? Is it like it's an isometric dungeon crawler. Have you ever heard of Dead Cells? Yeah. It's like Dead Cells, but it's isometric, not side scrolling. Oh, okay. It's fucking awesome. It's probably this is, is it, I've like played, newly released or something. Like, well, where's this game come from? Uh, oh, we are going on a journey. Okay, I've never I'm heard so about excited. it before until like everyone like on Twitch and Instagram and stuff just going on about how hot these people are. You've heard of Supergiant Games, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their new game, okay. and it's their best game. Okay? okay, so where I would direct everybody listening to and 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 and, and yourself is go over to NoClip there is a five-part documentary series on Hades. I would suggest you watch every single part because every single part is amazing. So this game dropped at the Game Awards like last year or the year before. I'm pretty sure it was last year. It was in early access. Supergiant was doing it in early access. At the time, it was a bad thing because they only dropped it on the Epic Game Store. But they gave their reasoning... That's right. They gave their reasoning was, well, we're dropping it on the Epic Game Store because we don't want to drop it on Steam while it's not finished we want it to be finished before we give it That's to our fans. so mates. clever we want, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get a small yep. amount of people who don't really care to play it <laughs> before yep. we drop it they're gonna they're gonna test this game before we give it to everybody and I was one of those idiots that tested the game I played <laughs> I played it when it first <laughs> I've seen idiot. the trailer <laughs> I've seen the trailer and I was like yes this is the game I want to play super giant they made great games they made Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, they've made some of the best games I've ever played. So to me, it was like, I don't care how early access this is, it's going to be good. And it was good. The foundations of this game were there from the beginning. It played really well. It was fun. It was real. It was just really well done. And then I didn't play it because I was like, I'm going to wait for this game to be finished. Because when this game's finished, it's going to be amazing. It launched this week. Right. And I wasn't going to touch it. But I was watching people stream it. I was watching one of my friends stream it. And I was like, I need this in my life right now. So I went and I bought it on Switch. It's only on PC and Switch right now. Oh, righto. Yep. It is freaking awesome. You you play as the son of Hades and you're trying to escape the underworld because your dad's a douche. I'm not going to spoil story stuff because there's an actual awesome fucking story which has kept me going so far and I'm really enjoying it. But yeah, like you play as the son of Hades and basically you're trying to escape. Every time you die, you start back at level one. 
You come out of the pool, you go in, whatever collectibles and stuff that you've accumulated on your run, you spend on upping your health, upping your damage, upping your defense, and then you run again. So you are just constantly running, trying to get out of hell. And every time you die, boop, boop, come all the way back. Use keys to purchase new weapons. Use darkness to buy new upgrades. Use coins uh, with the ferryman to buy uh, blessings from gods. The blessings from the gods are the cool things. So all the gods in Olympus are trying to help you get out. So every run, you will run into different gods as you go from room to room. They will bless you. So Zeus has one of the coolest blessings They've got different types of blessings, but there's a blessing from Zeus I always get. It adds lightning damage to my sword, which damages over time. So I find myself slicing and slicing and then dashing, lightning, dash, lightning, dash, lightning. It's so much fun. This is sounding pretty good, yeah. Amazing. I haven't finished it yet, but I can already tell that this is probably going to be one of my games of the year, if not my game of the year. In a year where Ghost of Tsushima and fucking Last of Us Part 2 come out and new consoles are coming out with big games... This game is probably going to be my game of the year because it's got me and it's not letting go. And I can't really talk about much else because there's spoilers galore through it and the lore is awesome. But all everybody needs to know is play it. If you don't like it, I'll give you the $30 back. No, I'm just kidding. It's totally <laughs> worth it. It's $30. awesome. That's, it's, that's pretty good for a game yeah. for, like from them as well. You know the quality. I mean, yeah. Bastion. It's totally worth it. I think the only game of theirs that I have played is Bastion, um, and I'm. It's got hard I'm Bastion so sh- vibes. I'm so sh- ashamed to say I have not finished that game. I, I own it on Xbox, PC, Vita. I was gonna say Mac, but I think it's just the same copy. I've played it on Mac. I've started it so. I have it on the fucking Vita even. I've tr- I've started that game so many times. I don't know why I can't finish it. I, I think my problem is that like I play it. I, I think I've always played it on trains. I, I, that's mm. really weird to say and a train's actually yeah. going past right now so that's ironic um, and like you know if I don't catch a train for a while I don't play the game for a while I know that's, that's so shitty yeah. to say like that's fair because I've played it on yeah like I'd played on my Mac on the train the Switch the Vita um, why I thought and Hades on the is Mac was totally right, one yeah, of those games Hades is totally one of those games where you can just do one run and then turn it off and put it in your pocket like it's one of those great games for that on the Switch pull out your Switch do a run, shit. All right, I'll spend my points next time I'm on. Chuck it in your pocket. But it's also got that awesome feeling of, all right, I'm going to sit here for five hours. Yeah, and I'm right. just going to keep running it until I get the hell out of here. Like I, I was get, like I streamed it today. I was getting onto stream for an hour. Three and a half hours later, as I re- three and a half hours later, I realized what time it was. And I'm like, oh shit, I better get off. Like I've been playing this for three and a half hours. Time flies. It's just so much fun. It's got that one more go feel and it grabs a hold of you and it doesn't let go until it's ready to let you go or until you can drag yourself away. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm just sort of seeing some stuff here. Like, I'm just looking at the Steam page, looking at the gifts they have in the description and it looks so fast-paced and... It is. It's so good. It like keeps going. It's, it's so good. It's yeah. really, really good. I, I love it so much. I've been having so much fun with it. I, I just, I can't recommend it to enough people. It's really, really good. And it's got Bastion vibes and Transistor vibes. It's like... So, like, it's taken a little bit from everything. So, it's it's like... It's got the classic isometric view that it always has. It's taken the sort of premise from Dead Cells. It's got this awesome Greek story, which is just dope. It even has, like, a... Um, it's not like Bastion in that the narrator narrates everything you do. It's like the narrator is also a character, in a way. 
So, like, he'll narrate what uh, the son of Hades is doing. I forget his name. I just call him Z. I'll just call him <laughs> Z. They narrate, he narrates what Z does, but then Z will talk back to him. Oh, nice. So it's like, there's a bit in the game where everyone's asleep and Z's trying to sneak through the house, trying to figure out what's going on. And the guy's narrating and Z will just be like, can you please keep your voice down? I'm sneaking. Stop. <laughs> and it's just so funny. And then like the narrator says something that is like, so when he, the narrator is saying stuff that's story related and Z hears him say it. So now Z's like, what do you mean? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's really that's clever. Awesome. Yeah, oh, that's it's super so cool. clever. So it's 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 not like it treats you like an idiot. It says stuff like, ah, oh, blah, 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 blah. Turns out that was the real person. And he's like, you're kidding. That was the real person? <laughs> what the hell? I never would have figured that out in a million years. And then the narrator's like, ah, oh, and the prince figured it out under interesting circumstances. It's like, but you told me, shh. Don't say anything. It's so clever. The writing's great. It's it's a really good game. Everyone should play it. Play Hades. It's oh, prop, fun as hell. Props to them. Yeah, really, really good. Um, probably be the next studio Microsoft buys. <laughs> Seem to have everyone else now. <laughs> I would love that. I'm <laughs> kidding. I would love that. Oh. So, speaking of Microsoft buying things. <laughs> I was gonna speaking of studio acquisitions. <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. Uh, Top story this week. Uh, <laughs> Monday night or Sunday night? One of the two. Sunday um, night, blew sun- my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft has purchased Bethesda for about ten billion Australian dollars, seven point five oh. billion American dollars. Um, that is a lot of dollary dues. That's a lot, a lot so of money. To put that in perspective, Disney paid $4 billion for Star Wars. <laughs> for all of Star Wars, they paid $4 billion. So nearly double that, what? and you've got yourself a Bethesda. What? That's, that's a, I guess that's a f- lot of dollars. Yeah, I mean, the first thing I think we have to say is, I mean, it's Bethesda, ZeniMax, and Machine Games, Arcane, all their studios all their are basically... Yeah. Yeah, all their IP are now owned by Xbox. So I guess in the long run, it, it would make sense, the price. I mean, you're effectively buying, like, <laughs> you're effectively buying 25% of the games everybody gets excited over <laughs> during <laughs> E3 and all these generational gaps and shit. There's always a Skyrim. We're going to get Skyrim next gen. That's the first thing Xbox releases. It's <laughs> the first thing they're like, Skyrim's coming out. Games pass first. Oh, yeah, six months later, you can have it on PlayStation. But right now, I'm just going to keep it here for now. Yeah, I can see that like happening say. exactly. And like the value of Game Pass, like I'm not a big Bethesda gamer. I don't think I've ever played a Bethesda game, to be quite honest. Um, but like this, dun, just like dun, dun. Yeah, I, I, I own what? some Bethesda games. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played them. What? Um, <laughs> I know, but like I would shock her as soon now. as I saw this news, I was like, "Shit, yeah!" Like I'm. Oh, like the the accessibility to these titles now thanks to Game Pass like it's just going to be great to try some to more play a lot you know, of Bethesda games yeah exactly try some more games um, uh, they announced I think today or yesterday that Doom Eternal is coming to Game Pass um, in a couple of weeks so uh, might even be in one week actually um, so I'm quite excited to play that um, I don't know I need to find out if you need to play the Doom from 2013 or not uh, I don't know, 2016 maybe? Um, 
No. It helps. Maybe I should. But no. Just, is that on Game yeah. Pass? I'll, I'll have a look anyway. Like, that might be worth just... If they don't put the original Doom on Game Pass doesn't as really make well sense, as Doom does Eternal, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Drop them both same day. That's a, that's a flex. Like, hey, play the first game, then the second game straight away. You know that second game that came out at the start of the year? Boom, there it is. Play it. I mean, there's certain characters from the first game that would make more sense if you played the... Yeah, okay. okay good to good The to first know. game. But yeah, um, it's not necessary. Not if you're just there for the fucking awesome gameplay and, and, and demon killing. Like, it's so good. Yeah, like, this is the thing. Like, the... The fact that, like, regardless of the acquisition, the fact that Game Pass, this service I'm paying for anyway, is getting a March-released game at this caliber, like, like and to think that's just going to keep happening, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's uh, it's quite it's quite cool. Like, that's coming. Like, EA Play is coming the month after. Every other Bethesda title will be there probably by the end of the year. I would say this is going to be so good. All the Wolfenstein games. All the fucking um, Dishonored games, Prey. There's just a, a massive catalogue of stuff. Elder Scrolls Online. Imagine if they add Elder Scrolls Online and every piece of DLC that they... All the expansions, like they just did with Destiny the other That'd day. Be right. Imagine mm. if that would be fucking... I would stop playing on PlayStation to head straight to Xbox. Straight away. Because then next next DLC they, they release is going to come straight to... It, I reckon it'll go straight there. They're not going to do this whole buy it now. It'll go straight to Game Pass. If they announce... Like, you know how Destiny's getting an expansion in November? And it's dropping into Game Pass day one? Yes. Have they announced that's, like, going to be a permanent thing with Destiny? Or, like, for years to come? I hope hope it is. I I would assume it is. Because that's a real value proposition. Exactly. I, I I think Xbox would keep paying for it. And I don't think Bungie... I mean, they've got a history. I doubt Bungie's going to turn around and say, I want 10 million more for you to keep Destiny in there. I think Bungie would be grateful to have Destiny available anywhere, seeing as they're on, they're an independent studio again and not under anybody's thumb. Yeah. So I see Games Pass as an absolute advantage to Destiny, like I'm sure Bungie does, and it's an absolute win for Xbox to have it all in there. So I see a mutual agreement going forward that this is probably going to be something that they'll keep around, but that could change tomorrow. You never to know like yeah definitely the industry is constantly fluctuating so i feel yeah. like i mean last week last week we thought we would get to play elder scrolls on ps5 like who knows now like it's constantly changing yeah. it's insane although it doesn't often change that much <laughs> like from week to week so often they just scoop up that much um i that message you sent me during the week saying something along the lines of like you know Xbox is Game Pass I completely yeah. agree like yeah. when when the news dropped like I wasn't excited about pre-ordering an Xbox Series X I mean I already was excited but it didn't add any excitement to buying the console to be honest it added so no. much excitement to having that damn subscription <laughs> Yeah, when I seen that, that's when I realised that the Xbox Series X is not a console. It's a stream box for Game Pass. Because them buying Bethesda, to me, wasn't to make new games. It's for Bethesda is just going to keep making whatever games they make. It's not like you're going to get a fucking Halo game from Bethesda. This was Xbox flexing, saying, alright, these games are going to come out. They're going to come to Games Pass day and date. We're going to have Elder Scrolls and the next Wolfenstein. Hey, let's pay for another Prey. People like that. Let's get a team working on a new fucking um, 
a new um, Dishonored. Hey, Deathloop 2, if you PS5 gamers want to see how that story's end, go buy an Xbox. (laughs) Otherwise... Do you reckon they actually like the idea that there's an already announced PS5 game coming out that they can't really do much about? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They this want that game like to a, succeed. Yeah, it's like, this seems like, a, I hope you all buy Deathloop. Enjoy it for now. <laughs> I, see, I'm in the camp of, I can't see many of these games being Xbox exclusive. I Like, why would you? Xbox can sell their games on a PS5 and make money. Why would they not? You know what I, I mean? I I actually disagree. I actually disagree. Um, and the reason for that is I don't think they'll make... I think they'll make more money off everyone moving to xCloud than they would off nobody, like everyone just staying on PlayStation and buying their games from Bethesda. Yeah, but I mean, in saying that, they're also the company that seems the least likely to piss us off these days in, in the gaming space. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, a bit conflicted actually. Also, I can like Bethesda's big, but I don't think it's big enough for someone to go. Well, I'm gonna go buy an Xbox now because the next Sky, because the next Fallout or Skyrim is gonna come out over there. I'm sure it'll turn some people, but there are some hardcore Sony ponies out there that'll be like, well, we've got Spider Man and God of War and this and this and that. Most Bethesda games are broken anyway. If 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 Xbox turn around and go, no, we're not making anything exclusive. Not only do they, not only are they selling on their platform, and I don't think they care about selling games on their platform. Not not with Game Pass. Yeah. But they could take a cut of every PS5 game with the Bethesda logo on it sold. Which they're going to do with Deathloop. Which they're going to do with Ghostwire Tokyo. Which they're going to do going forward. Imagine how shitty that's going to make Sony when Xbox is taking a cut of the profit. A PlayStation going to turn around and say, no, you can't have... Because this is the perfect time for Xbox to go, we're not making anything console exclusive. And then it's PlayStation's turn to either go, shit, they're going to take a cut of the profit, or no, we don't want any Bethesda games on our on our console. That just makes Sony look like the bad guy, which mm, they probably don't want to look like. If this, is, if this, I don't like the term console war, but this is a total power play by Xbox. It's, hey, oh, let us put the games... Yeah, like, like, let us put the games over there and make a cut of the profit, or look like an asshole because you're not letting your players have Elder Scrolls Six or that massive space game that um, has escaped me. Um, Doom. Doom Starfield. was such a big... Starfield, that's right. Doom was a massive seller on PlayStation this year. If the next Doom comes out and PlayStation's like, no, we don't want that because Xbox is taking a cut of the profits... Everyone's going to buy an Xbox. Yeah, that's all interesting thoughts. Um, I mean, I guess from Microsoft's perspective, there's nothing they can do wrong. As in, if they sell them on the PlayStation, great. If they don't, like, that's acceptable as well. Um, I mean, you know, I will just make it clear, like, obviously we'd prefer there was no such thing as exclusives and it all just came down to which console was better. That's absolutely how I feel. But... Xbox has been playing catch-up for the last six years or whatever. This seems like... Like, purely because of that. Because every decision they make seems... I think I might have said this last week. Every decision they make seems to be in in reaction to what people don't like. So, like, you yeah. know, the first thing was people Consumer didn't friendly. like... Yeah, people didn't like the online console. So they, like, reversed all those sorts of decisions, changed all the DMR... DRM, sorry. Um... 
Although I guess they've got like the online only consoles now in a sense that you have to to download them, but they've still got disk drive options. So I guess that's that. Mm. Um, you know, people complained that their console didn't make it to 1080p, so they made sure the next console was the only one that consistently hit 4K. Um, you know, people complain they don't have games, which I'm not saying any of this is invalid, but they seem to be really like when they react to criticism, they overreact. Not overreact in a negative way; they can overreact as much as they want, but they don't. They don't do things by halves. You know, um, yeah, and you know, like even like the backwards compatibility and stuff that can all be tied into it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how like the community seems to be fairly like okay with this decision. Like no one, I mean, there are the outliers, but it doesn't seem to be this massive consensus. Like Microsoft did a bad thing. Um, I think some people are even thinking maybe maybe the QA will go up with with them. I mean, under Microsoft. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> Not that Microsoft's Absolutely. known for amazing QA or anything, but like just more resources and more studios and um, and all that. I look at it. I look at it like this: Microsoft cancelled Scalebound because people weren't meeting deadlines. If you think a Skyrim's going to come out and be broken, think again. Xbox is going to make sure this thing's fucking working before it goes out. That's, That's an true. Upside. And look how much many del- the games they delayed fucking Halo for fuck's sakes. They like. Yeah, you're right. You make a, a great valid point. They're not going to let these games crack break. They delayed Crackdown. fucking Halo. Crackdown came out a hundred years after it was announced. <laughs> like, they just fucking that was announced yeah, at the that. 2013 console reveal, wasn't it? Damn, that was a long time. I don't like talking about it. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Oh my god. Jack, can we get a Crackdown for? Oh. I think we get a cra- I think we get a Crackdown four. On the next console, <laughs> I don't think we see one on this console. I feel week. like it'll be, yeah. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, the Xbox Series X two launch title, Crackdown four, and then it turns out it's a launch title for the console after that. So that should be interesting. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I just, uh, I can't see one for a long time. Not a long, a long time. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I feel you there. Um. This this now brings their studio count up to twenty three. I want to say, um, flexing, which is fairly significant. Like if they all release a game every three years, that's six big games a year. Um, and and we I know feel that, like this is what they've been doing, man. Yeah, they've been loading up the magazine to fire off all these games for the next generation. We've been saying it for a while, like, oh, Xbox is going to hit hard next gen. I don't... Okay. Before... If you'd asked me last week, I would have said PlayStation 5 by a landslide is going to be the console. After hearing they've got... Thinking about it, they bought Bethesda, everything they've got. Double Fine, Initiative, uh, Obsidian, all these... I sit there and I think... I still think PS5 is going to be the it console, but I think this race is going to be a fuck ton closer than it was this generation. I think it's going oh, to be yeah. scary close. Oh, like nail biting. I think what Microsoft, and this is exactly what they want to be fair, but I think what will end up happening is for every one person that plays a game on PlayStation, someone will play it in the Xbox ecosystem, but I don't think console sales will get even, like, will be that level. Like, yeah, I think the yeah. PlayStation will sell more, but I think more people will play on Xbox. I think I think xCloud and, and everything is going to just slowly sort of, you know, over the course well, of the generation. I can, I, I can see barriers being broken this generation. I feel like this is going to be the generation where we see less fanboyism and we see a lot more multiple consoles in homes. 
That's where I can see it going. Because right now, I feel like everybody's got a PS5 or an Xbox plus a Switch. But yeah. this, this generation, I can really see w- with the amazing games I'm sure Xbox are working on, Fable I'm excited for, Halo I'm always excited for. Especially with God the cheaper War, price point for. as well. Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel don't... like we're going to see a lot of doubling up. Yeah. And if you don't have an Xbox One this gen, it means you've got no discs that you're worried about. You can go straight for yeah. the digital console. Um, which I know you and I Absolutely. like would prefer didn't exist, but in terms of value yeah. and where people get a flock to, I mean, a great option for for people who who don't want to get like who don't want to use Xbox as their main console. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a very interesting generation. I, I do I do wish like I mean I, I am an Xbox fan. I mean I don't know if I'm what Xbox aims for in a customer in a sense. Like I I don't play like I've never played a Bethesda <laughs> game, for example. <laughs> Do you have a pulse? Xbox want you. <laughs> true, true, <laughs> that's, true. That's basically it. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I do wish they would start another studio. Um, and I know that's kind of like, I mean, that's selfish of me to say I got no no control, obviously, but um, there's just something valuable about a fresh studio, fresh IP, fresh game, fresh ideas. Like, And that's nothing against Bethesda or any of the other studio acquisitions. It's just like... Microsoft probably has enough money to buy the whole gaming industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. could buy Sony, like, if they wanted to. Like, as in, like, mm. Sony's not for sale, I would say. But, yeah, like, oh, they're oh, at the yeah. point where they can fix all their problems by throwing money at it. I would like them to see... Mm. I would like to see them solve some problems that are a bit, a bit harder to solve. Like, backwards compatibility, for example. Like, I'm sure that took some very clever engineers a lot of time to figure out. Yeah. You know, especially props. in terms of getting the emulation running as well as it did and without lag and all that sort of stuff um Mm. like i i I would like to see him solve solve problems more with effort than money um but at the same time i mean you know who am i to say i've still pre-ordered series x i can do whatever they want now (laughs) like you know I'm, i'm in the door so so that's fine and um that's that's fine with them as well i'm sure like you know they don't care where people play so that's all all well and good Exciting times lie ahead, my brother. Yeah. Speaking of pre-orders, though, so you got one. I've got one because it was a shit show. It was a fucking disaster. So mine's mine's expected to arrive twenty twenty. How like how did you go? Okay, so I'll I'll tell this story really quick because I'm excited to get to the topics of the show. But I got on early. I pre-ordered. I was in the menu. It was doing its little turny thing, which really annoyed me. Um, it did that for about 15 minutes and then it logged me out of my account. So I was oh, like, perfect. you know what? Fuck. I was like, fuck that. I'm not happy about that. You can suck my dick. I will get one next year. I don't care. Everything's coming out on this generation anyway. So I closed it. Next thing happens. My phone buzzes. I look at my phone and $200 is out of my account. I open it up. And EB games took the $200. I'm like, I beg your fucking pardon. I messaged EB Games and told them they'd taken $200. I wanted to know if I had a pre-order. No response. Then really? I Then I see... Yeah. Then I see, hey guys, consoles for the end of 2020 are going on for pre-order. I messaged them. Hey guys, I see you're putting out more consoles for pre-order. Just want to know if I have a pre-order. If not, I'd like to try and pre-order now. No response. Then, later that afternoon, they are... Hey Kyle, how you going? Um... This is a really weird issue. Could you please send through your email? We'll have a look into it for you. No worries, guys. There's the email. Go crazy. 
Later that afternoon, they put up more Xboxes for pre-order. I have messaged them, just wondering how you're going with the problem. More Xboxes have gone up. I would like to try and secure one if I can. I can't believe they'd put more up knowing there's customers who are fucking Waiting. unsure about the situation. Yeah. It pissed me off because I'm like, if I get a message tomorrow saying that I didn't get one, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Like, I'm going to be really, really angry. Anyway, I get a message back, like, the next day saying, hey, the 200 has been taken out. That means you've got a pre-order. We'll send you a confirmation email within, like, the next few hours. I only got my confirmation at 5.30 tonight. An email Ooh. telling me that I had secured my Series X for, for this year. I don't know if it's launch, even though I pre-ordered at launch time. It just says 2020. Sounds like to me your order's been absolutely fucked and they've gone, have we got any spare for this year? And they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's three in the container still. Yeah, no worries. We'll send one down. <laughs> that pisses me off to no end. But I'm happy I got one. Yeah, like, yeah I'm just yeah. happy I got one. Do you have a PS5 um, pre-ordered? Yeah, what a fuck up. I do, yes. Okay, so you got, yeah, nice, nice. I, um... Yeah, I, I wish I pre-ordered a PS5. I mean, I was just sitting there watching the whole time. Like, I, I could have. I just watched them sell out, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't need one at launch. And now I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I wish I got one at launch. Anyway, um... Uh, yeah, I, got a, I only got a Series X because... So they, yeah, they announced that 8 a.m. pre-order time, website died. 12 p.m. pre-order time. I oh, know it was delayed to 3 p.m., actually website died and then like at 5pm on Tuesday they just chucked up a handful of more consoles or whatever and snagged one up no worries yeah uh, yeah so EB's site in the morning had like no captures or anything like it had no um, uh, so like bot defense I don't dumb. know what you actually call it but like I noticed at 12 o'clock when I jumped on Cloudflare checked my browser to make sure I was a legit person I had to do a capture to log in um, I noticed they handled that a lot better website still died don't get me wrong um my the site crashed so bad for me that I was getting API errors from their like the company that does their payment gateway. <laughs> like like it was it was crashing hard. It reminded me of the time when they did um oh what was it? What was it that um uh what fuck it was a few years ago where they released something at like ten AM one morning or whatever and their website crashed so bad a Windows logo came up. <laughs> Like, oh god! What? It just said like Windows and just like English, and then like had every other language. So like it was like back to like the Windows Server, like like it had like literally hard crashed and rebooted. I mean, I don't I don't know how they host their website, um, <laughs> but that that was astonishing to me. Um, so yeah, that was that was handled. I don't want to say it was handled great. Maybe better than Sony's pre-orders. Maybe <laughs> up for debate. Depends who you are, I guess. Um, but yeah. I'm glad we, we both got a console. Mine's, yeah, coming. Hopefully Absolutely, get it before yeah. Christmas. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, it's rumoured that the second lot are actually going to arrive at the end of November, right before the 1st of December. So hopefully that's true. Uh, that's not too bad then. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. probably wait to play Cyberpunk on that and probably wait to play Watch Dogs on it as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited for But Watch see, Dogs. it sort of just throws out, like, it's a bit... It's just... I guess it's just an accom- uh, what's the word I'm looking for like it just adds to the shittiness of the year like obviously there's production delays because of the virus and um there were better know, ways just, it could have been handled yeah and it's just kind of shitty like you know if you wanted to play COD on it I mean I guess with smart delivery it helps out a little bit you can just play it on the Xbox One while you're waiting but yeah, maybe it's for the yeah. best Halo wasn't a launch title 
Absolutely. Because I feel like a lot more people will be pissed off right now that they're not going to get to play Halo Ooh. until next year. <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree. Not I just feel like that. it was handled poorly. I feel like, what was the point in getting us to register our interest for these next-gen consoles yeah, that if that was list weird. was just going to get thrown in the bin? What they should have done was taken that list, select like, use your leveling system. If you've got level 5s and level 4s and level 3s who've spent a lot of money in your store obviously they have some brand loyalty why not offer them the opportunity to pre-order then like cross-reference that with the list of people that you have go hey you're on the list you're level four would you like the opportunity to pre-order boom then when all that's said and done because i'm sure there are people out there that were like no i want a ps5 no i want an xbox that aren't going to go both ways then be like okay we have this many left Boom, here you go. And a lot of people are like, we should have been able to pre-order in stores. There aren't that many. In the UK, they did that. Game in the UK had uh, consoles allocated to stores. And the, so the numbers ran out like this. Most of the game stores in major cities were given four Series Xs and two Series Ss. And that's all they had. My local EB in a country city sold yeah. 165 Xbox Ones at midnight. In 2013. Yeah. That's a lot more than four. Absolutely. <laughs> and that console people wasn't as loved. Yeah, people are pissed. A lot and of people are saying... They didn't announce the purchase of Bethesda late. before that console went up for free. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. A lot of people are saying that the console just should have been delayed until you had a proper shipment. And I'm like, maybe... Yeah, that's a tough I, one. I mean, I, I agree, I'm not but a businessman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what they had to hear. Someone, you know. yeah, no. Someone, you know, money, 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 money. A, a tie or whatever, you know, business attire. Yeah. Like that, you know, very formal. Someone very high up made that decision. I own a yacht. <laughs> I don't know what box is. I own it, though. Yeah. Make it come out. Yeah, that, that I wasn't... I need another million. Nah, that wasn't, that wasn't made by, uh, by us gamers, that's for sure. <laughs> I reckon Phil was sitting there just going... Fuck. <laughs> oh, no, the board's got to make this so decision. Good. Fuck. <laughs> but the upside is he's got he's got games pass. That's 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 the games. upside. A lot of fucking games. He's got that going for him. Yeah, bloody earth. Um, next, the, just one more Xbox thing I wanted to touch on was the Xbox Series one terabyte expansion cards. They've been priced yes. at three hundred and sixty dollars. Yes. And they've been copping a lot of hate for the price. Yes. What, what are your thoughts? Because I've, I've got thoughts. But I don't know if you want to go first before I just absolutely tell everyone they're wrong. <laughs> oh, good. Then we think the same. <laughs> um, I don't know what people were expecting. Like, what? Did you think there was going to be like a PS2 fucking memory card? You can get one for 25 bucks? No. This is a fucking one terabyte expertly crafted storage system for this console of course you're going to be having to pay the extra money i mean for a lot of people this is going to be a one-off purchase like most hard drive most hard drives will run you like 200 bucks anyway so i don't understand the big fuss over the price to be honest i mean i have no problem with it um i i i will i will be getting one uh, and I'm sure a lot of people who are out there complaining about the price right now will also buy one. And I'm sure those people who only play Call of Duty, it will be a one-off purchase. Because hopefully in the future, Call of Duty won't be 600 gigabyte, And it'll just all f uh, all fit on this one nice little memory card. You won't have to worry about it. 
I don't know. I've got no problem with it. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of money, especially relative to the price of the console, but yeah. A, that goes to show us how much value is in the, the SSD in the console. But second of all, if you were to go and buy a PCIe Gen 4 NVMe 1 terabyte SSD for PC, you'd be looking at between $350 and $400. So this device being 360 is about on par. Like it's yeah, the only I think the thing people are most disappointed about is like you have to buy this card, like you don't have a choice. But I actually think it takes all the challenge out of buying it. It takes all the variables Absolutely. out. It means like performance overpriced, which okay, it is expensive, like I understand. But the consoles come with a pretty decent SSD. Um this is this is just SSD gaming, like it's I mean it's just part of it, unfortunately. Like, I, th- I think once people see the benefits, they'll get it, and it'll be fine. And I understand it's expensive, but it's not bad value. And I think, I think that's my problem. Like, people are saying it's too expensive. Fair enough. People are saying it's bad value. No, 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 no. It is perfectly fine value. It's not good value. Yeah. It's certainly not bad value. It is just yeah. exactly what it should be. But the convenience of it, the fact that we don't have to like put it in the motherboard and make sure the heat sinks on correctly and whatever like that's not me having to go at PlayStation that's me having to go at PCs like you you know there's not much to it but it took a little hassle you just slot it in the back you're good to go I think the value's spot on and I just wanted to put that out there <laughs> yeah fair yeah I agree um we'll very lightly touch on Amazon Luna I believe it's called um they've got a video game streaming service launching not in Australia anytime soon um it looks like halfway between XCloud and Stadia. Is that fair to say? It looks like it looks like Stadia with an Xbox controller. Yeah, it looks like, like a third-party Xbox controller. That oh, the controller looks real bad. The Amazon Ouya. There you go. That's all this is. It's a fancy um, Ouya that plays Xbox Game Pass games. That's all this thing is, man. Yeah, like, it looks on. like it's subscription-based, but there'll be subscription channels. So. You can pay for the base subscription for what ten bucks a month, whatever it is, and you get a collection of games. But like, if you want all the Ubisoft games, that's an additional amount of money every month. Yeah, um, so it's very stupid. much like a cable service. It's sort of just taking the worst of everything. <laughs> it, absolutely, it's the most, it's the most stupidest idea I've ever heard. Right, everybody's already paying an arm and a leg for all their subscription services. Why do games need to go in this direction? It's absurd. For fuck's sake, put everything on Games Pass. Put everything on Stadia. At the end of the day, a lot of these subscription services are going to die, so I don't understand why they're bothering. You know, Games Pass is going to make it, xCloud's going to make it, Stadia, I don't know. I hope Google gets bored and then just gives all the games <laughs> back, because I'm getting real sick of hearing about Stadia yeah, all the time. Refund all the games, Yeah, <laughs> oh God, who gives up? Like, Stadia never should be a, never should have been a thing. No one gave a fuck. Amazon, what the fuck are you doing? The last thing I want to do is pay for your subscription service, then get told, if you want to play Assassin's Creed, I'm going to need an extra $12 a month. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I might just go turn my Xbox on and I'll play some Conker's Bad Fur Day. Then I'll go play some Skyrim. Oh, by the way, Doom's on there as well. Then when I'm done with that, I might go play the Halo Master Chief Collection because I didn't have to pay for the Halo channel or the Bethesda channel or the classic Xbox channel. You know, they're just all there for me to play at one easy price a month. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't it's, understand. It's quite <laughs> interesting. Like, you know, Stadia's gone down one route. xCloud's gone down another. This thing's gone down another. Like, it's it's very interesting, all these different approaches. And I look forward to them yeah. all just taking the same one eventually. 
Like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, there'll be an agreed upon standard at some point. Um, absolutely. This is so stupid. We're all heading in the same direction. Every dickhead's going down a different road, and I don't understand. <laughs> There have been stuff in the past that's already proven that everyone's going to get where they're going. Yeah. They're all going to hit the same... Why not just figure it out together? Or better yet, just let the gamers decide who they want and stop trying to force all this stuff down our throat. Relative to uh, Amazon and Google, xCloud, I think, is actually better than I was anticipating. Like, I mean, we haven't played it in a show yet, don't get me wrong, but in terms of value, like, it's just chucked on top of your Game Pass. Uh, I think it's Game Pass Ultimate, actually, only. Like, they've really... Like, I, I I think that's going to end up being an absolute killer move. It might not yeah. be yet just because of the availability. Um, Rumours are it's coming to Australia next year. Um, speaking of Australia's internet, our government has just realised that Fibre Octave uh, exists and they're actually going to start rolling that out to houses um, over the next few years. Yeah. I look forward to that kangaroo uh, delivering it to me. Yeah, I, I, I swear I read an article like that back in 2010, but... um. Nope, nope, 2020 it was labelled. Um, so What happened to that satellite Elon was going to give us? What happened to that? <laughs> I remember him saying he was going to give us a satellite. Coming to today. Yeah, I heard about him saving us as well. Uh, <laughs> bastard. Yeah, so yeah, now now that Foxtel has a streaming service, um, the newspapers gave a thumbs up to the government to upgrade the internet. So look forward to that over the next few years. Fuck my life. So embarrassing. If you guys can't tell, I hate corporations. <laughs> I hate these <laughs> fucking guys so much. Oh, I'm not fighting anybody this week. I'm keeping my cool. But just putting it out there, fuck you, Amazon. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Except for the boys. What a, fu- what a fucking show. Oh, great show. I love the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the boys behind. Don't release it weekly. Wait, leave the boys behind. <laughs> hey, if, if they have a boys channel, I'll buy it. I'll do it. <laughs> Oh, what a TV show honestly I'm going to watch the latest episode after this oh nice 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 yeah gotta get on that um, well that is basically the news for the week I think um, I could talk about the NBN to the end of the show do not get me wrong like, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot to fucking say but um, oh, let's let's talk let's talk movie tying games oh excited <laughs> <laughs> what? dude I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. We, we just wanted to talk about movie tying games. Okay. We didn't really foreshadow this at all. I can do this. I can uh, I, I can take <laughs> over here. What do you think about movie tying games? Are they the scum of the earth? Or... No. Oh, thank God. Okay, so <laughs> should movie tying games come back? Yes, I, I, I think so. Okay. But but I, right. think, I think they need to be... I guess this is why they don't really come around that often is because I want movie tying games to exist but I want gaming companies to go and make them like I I want Mm. like I want a team to go and say okay you know like Insomniac oh we're gonna go make a Spider-Man game right not that it's a movie Mm. tie-in but for example and that's where you get where the magic happens but when Universal's like oh we want to go and find someone to make our Fast and Furious game that doesn't seem to create magic you know what I'm saying like but but maybe what I'm just saying is actually true, and that's why we don't get many because these studios just don't want to make them, or they're not profitable. That's because or... Vin Diesel made Crossroads. We don't talk about that. We have Vin talked went about up that. in there. He made a game. We, just, no, we can't talk about it. Vin will find me. He'll beat me up. I want movie tying games to come back. I think, and I don't care if they're good. I couldn't give a fuck. 
I like this shit ones. They're good fun. What? You sit there and you play them and you're like, this is trash, but fuck am I having a good time. Holy what fuck. movie would you want tied into? Like, what what in your mind is like, oh, they really need to make a, mo- a game version of this? Oh, like movies that are coming out now? Oh, no, whatever. I, I don't. There's not much coming oh. out at the moment. <laughs> oh, movies. Oh, a good movie tying game. I see. Uh, I'm one of those random people that really liked most <laughs> of the Marvel tie-in games. So if they did like a Black Widow game that tied into the movie, oh, I'd be so down for that. That would be fun as hell. Because um, I really liked the Captain America tie-in game. I thought that was fun as fuck. It just copied Arkham and put Captain America on top of Batman and it was fine. I had fun. It was great. I didn't care that it copied Batman because it was a fun Captain America game. <laughs> yeah, I think like if Marvel did tie-in games again, that would be cool. I mean, I, I miss the days where, like, animated movies got tying games. Like, yeah. I remember the Incredibles game pretty fondly and the Finding Nemo game. Those games the were... The Transformers bad. games oh. even got fairly good feedback, didn't they? Uh, or am I mistaken on the good part? Some <laughs> of them. So, okay, so we tried... Okay, so... Revenge of the Fallen game was okay. The original Transformers game was fucking hot trash on a plate. Okay. Dark of the Moon, just terrible. Smelt like shit, tasted like shit, don't touch it. You don't want no shit. Then High Moon went and made War for Cybertron and and, and that those games. You really and they were know fucking Transformers dope. games. <laughs> I love Transformers. So like War for Cybertron and that, they were fucking awesome and, and they were the best. The two games, there was War and there was something else. I forget what the other one was called. Though. Fall. There was War of Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron. They were really cool. Then they're like, hey... We're bringing out a third one, and it's called Rise of the Dark Spark or something like that. I'm like, hey, I like War and Fall of Cybertron, and it ended on a cliffhanger. Finally, I'm going to get to see what happens. And fucking Michael Bay got his dirty little fucking fingers all over it. So half of it is really good War of Cybertron, and the other half is shitty Transformers. It's really bad. War, fucking Berg, Wahlberg's fucking got his little fingers on it. Michael Bay's stupid Bayformers are in it. I hated it. It was bad. Bayformers. <laughs> That's Bay Formers, yeah. Yeah, Bay yeah, Formers, right, they're eh? disgusting. They taste like crap. They are. I'm fucking choking over here on Bay Formers. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <clears throat> oh, God. But yeah, I miss movie tying games. They weren't great, but I don't think anybody remembers them for being great. There were great ones, though. Like, I think back to. Um, back when EA wasn't the scum of the earth, I know it's a weird thing to hear people, but it that? did happen a long time ago. Uh, back when they released the Lord of the Rings and the Return of the oh, King game, yeah, and should the we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, they were my shit back oh, in the day. Man. I loved them; they were so good, so and, um They were great, and they also did the Harry Potter games. Oh, they oh, they were so fun. I remember playing. So was there a Harry Potter game that launched with the PS2? Yeah, yeah, it was... There, oh, now I've got to scratch my Harry Potter game knowledge. So, I know... So, Philosopher's Stone was on PlayStation 1, but I do believe when the PS2 came out, they did a Philosopher's Stone copy. I have a copy in a collection. I it was Philosopher's did, Stone. It was awesome. Yeah, they did... Oh, Philosopher's Stone on PS2 is so good. Chamber of Secrets and Prisoner of Azkaban are really, really good. And we also had a Quidditch game. That was really fun. Like, Harry Potter Quidditch. I okay, never loved that. Oh, Harry Potter Quidditch was so fun. So it was basic it was called like Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. And basically it just took the Quidditch sections from 
the f- first three games. Oh, well, from the first two, because <sighs> I've got to scratch my head here. So Harry Potter and the Ch- uh, Philosopher's Stone came out in 2001, the game, and Chamber of Secrets was in 2002. And I'm pretty sure Quidditch World Cup was in 2003 because yeah. they took a year <laughs> off from making Harry Potter movies, but they really needed a Harry Potter game. So I think we got the Quidditch game. Then we got Prisoner of Azkaban in 2004. And that, yeah. And then after that, nearly every year, I think, was, or every second year after that was a Harry Potter tie-in game. Four was iffy because it was level-based. Five was good. It was open world in the castle again, but with like realistic graphics, not the cartoony ones like back in the day. Six was the same. And seven, part one and two were fucking third-person shooters. They were terrible. Oh, gross. Oh, oh, disgusting. Oh, Hogwarts Legacy, right? It seems <laughs> to be like the perfect... Uh, the perfect crossover between movie tie-in and video game because like it's not a movie tie-in. It's, no. It exists because of a movie franchise, though, like, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. That seems like the perfect, like, where game developers and movie makers sort of align. Absolutely. And when I'm the so excited happens. for Legacy. So excited for Legacy. It's going to be so good. I actually, going going on this theory of, like, it's not a movie tie-in, but it's a movie franchise tie-in, I guess. Like, yep. that's where I'd put The Simpsons hit and run. Absolutely, yeah. And The Simpsons Road Rage, which is better. Like... Those those games are awesome. <laughs> I, I like how you drop it. a you drop a bomb and then you just kept talking, so no one would say anything. People are going to pause this and go, "Did he just fucking say what I think he said?" Rewind that. There has to be oh, someone else did. out there. There has to be someone else out oh, there that wants to I'm play some sure split screen is. road rage with me and talk about how much better it is. I'm sure there is. They're crazy taxi fans. They're I'm sure everywhere. Hit and Run holds up better though today. Like if I was to go back and play both Absolutely. Of them. <laughs> I actually played Road Rage and Hit and Run within the last three months and Hit and Run holds up way better, but Road okay. Rage is still so much fun. Yeah, okay, so much fun. Good to know. Road Rage doesn't need to look good or feel good. It just needs to play good. Fuck, it plays good. <laughs> it just plays like a, just plays like Crazy Taxi and that's what we love it for. So, <laughs> fucking so good. Um... But I, I think I think I stand by my point. Like I, I think um, when the game isn't exactly based on a movie, it's based on you know either events of the franchise or just inspired by or sort of like all the Simpsons games, where it's really just not like it's just set in the world. You know, yeah, um, yeah. Like what about okay, even the yeah. Simpsons game that came out with like the PSP? Maybe it was. I think it was just called oh, the Simpsons game. Uh, yeah, it was called the Simpsons game, and that actually released tie-in with the Simpsons movie. Um, oh, but right. Had, but was not the same story and had nothing no, to do with it. Like, no, it did not. That was actually really cool. And it's one of my favourite games because depending on what platform you bought it on, it had a different cover. Did it now? So that, yeah, that broke my little collector's heart when I Pretty- see all these covers. <laughs> it's like, I gotta hunt them down! I need them all! Pretty sure I played it on PSP because I, I remember correctly, I had some cousins that picked up like the yellow PSPs. Like they, they were like, I don't know if it was PlayStation oh. or Simpsons or what the fuck was going on, but they went hard on everything yellow everywhere. Um, so yeah, like I think the Simpsons had a good run of games. Um, I, I do, had one of those PSPs. I had a donut on it. The yellow PSPs? Yeah, it had a donut on it on the back. It was yeah, dark. okay. I got one around here somewhere, yeah. The yellow <laughs> PSP was a big deal. Was a big deal. That console so was cool. a big deal. Fuck, I miss it. I love the PSP. So good. Yeah. How the fuck Great did he get like a Grand Theft Auto... Two Grand Theft Auto releases? Like... Oh. 
where was this? Like, why was this platform? Like, I don't think there's been a platform ever being supported apart from the mainline consoles. I don't think it was a platform has ever been supported as well as the PSP. I don't know, man. The 3DS had a like the DS family of systems yeah, okay. had some fucking dope support. They only just stopped production on 3DSs last week. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, that's had some fucking that's a good support. Point. Not great games, but, like, I mean, Virtual Console on the DS and the 3DS kept that thing going. Like, a way to play Zelda, like, NES Zeldas and NES Mario's and stuff portably was great. And there were some good games on there. Like, I have great, I have fond memories of playing, um, I have fond memories of playing Splinter Cell 3D on my 3DS when I got it. That's a great game, and it... It was Chaos Theory, I believe, that they put on there, and they just called it Splinter Cell 3D. Amazing game. Really, really good. Optimized perfectly for a 3DS. And, oh my god, they put a Kojima game on 3DS. They put uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater on really? 3DS. Do you want to know how fucking Kojima that game was on 3DS? <laughs> it had the, like, it was, like, the codex was, like, a proper thing on the screens. It made sense. But, during, okay, so, the, it, like, you remember the 3D slider? Yeah. Okay. Whew, this is, this is going to blow some people's minds, because I know a lot of people out here don't know about this, and when I bring it up, people are like, no fucking way. In Snake Eater, there's a, about halfway through the game, Solid Snake loses one of his eyes. After he loses one of his eyes, the 3D on the 3DS stops working for that game. Really? Because you need both your eyes for the 3D to work on the 3DS. When Snake loses one, the 3D doesn't work on the 3DS anymore. Because you are Solid Snake. Okay, there you go. That's crazy. There you go, man. That's some Kojima-level shit on yeah. a 3DS. It was awesome. So cool. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that. So cool. I, um, I, see I never turned a 3DS for- on my... Like, I never played the 3DS with the 3DS oh, on. man. I couldn't play the 3D long... But there were some games where it just worked. Splinter Cell was yeah. one of them. Um, there was a really cool isometric Tom Clancy Ghost Recon game that was like it was like a it was like it was like Ghost Recon Warfighter. It was like a squad based isometric XCOM like game that was so much fun. And with the 3D, it made it easier to tell. So the 3D made that game easier because it would like rise. It would make stuff rise. So you were actually able to tell how tall certain things were and if it was That's worth cool. hiding behind it was dope it was really really cool really helpful and of course Snake Eater wow that game was fun to play in 3D and when the 3D cut out I thought my 3DS was broken but no it was just because he'd lost an eye and in, in Kojima's eyes you are Snake in that game yeah so, that's really whoop, cool when, yeah it's, it's the, there were some good games on the 3DS that, that's a topic though for another time yeah, talking about those games we, we should so actually good. touch on that again but I will just say like the DS as well like it wasn't just like oh, all yeah. the way back to what 2006 or whenever you know yeah. one person in the car or in the house or whatever having Mario Kart was enough for everyone to have a game of Mario Kart together oh absolutely absolutely my first exposure to a DS was I went around to Jordan's house yep. and he's like hey mum and dad just bought me a DS do you want to play I'm like okay cool and he pulled out his DS and he put Pokemon in and I'm just like what, what, wait 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 like this looks real different to Pokemon like it's all colourful and shit like the colours are popping and 
Like, it all sounds different. It's like, oh, yeah, the DS is better than a Game Boy. I'm like, no, nothing's better than a Game Boy. What is this magic? And I just remember... in the bottom. <laughs> I, yeah, I basically stole his DS for the rest of the afternoon. He's like, you want to play Yu-Gi-Oh? No, go away. I'm playing Pokemon. Leave me alone. Like, I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. You bought out the DS. I, I'm going to play it. Mum and Dad and picked Yu-Gi-Oh me up. They're like, how was it? I'm like, I need a DS. And I need it, like, tomorrow. And then like, well, Christmas is coming soon. I'm like, no, 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 no. There will be no negotiation. I need it now. <laughs> I had to wait till Christmas. <laughs> the fuck it was worth the wait. <laughs> it was so worth it. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking DS. I, I, I loved that console. I've We're still s- got my original DS and it still works, still charges. Oh, no, I don't think I have a working DS anymore. Awesome. Um... That, yeah, gee, we're so privileged now, though. Like, thinking back to those DS games, like, a lot of shitty games as well. A lot of shitty ports. A lot of shitty... Not even ports, just a lot of, like, shitty versions of games. Like, you know, I, I remember owning, like, a Burnout game on DS. Like, that's not where I should be no. playing Burnout, <laughs> you know? DS had their race... Do you remember Asphalt? I never played it. Asphalt on DS was so fucking good. And Asphalt 9 is on the Switch... And it just brings back asphalt memories of the nice. like asphalt DS was so good and it just felt so good. God, I'm gonna have to charge up a DS after this. Holy shit, that's <laughs> fun as hell. I'll play some movie tying games. The movie tying games, oh, on the DS games great. <laughs> holy crap, they were not great. Like, I rem- oh, the Lego game. Do we count Lego games as movie tying games? That was another question I had because we often get a Lego game to coincide with the release of new films and they do follow the film story. My problem is that, I mean, I would say yes by principle, but like, they're just so like their own thing. Like they're their own. Yeah. And like, I I need to play more Lego games. That's a declaration I need to make. Like I, I have not played many. Like I remember playing like Indiana Jones on... Uh, on the Wii, and that was fucking magical. Yeah, like, Indiana Jones and I don't, great. I don't even remember there being talking in those games. I'm pretty sure that's changed. No, no. Um, the first game that had talking in it was Lego Batman 2. Every game before then, that was silent. I oh, don't okay. know why I know that, but yes. <laughs> so I did play a little bit of um, Lego City Undercover, and yep. that was good, but it doesn't run well on the Switch. No. Um, like Lego sadly. GTA, as some people call it, uh, was awesome. Yeah, Don't get I, me wrong; it was great. It runs really well on a PlayStation Four. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, played it for a little bit on because um, it was a Wii U game, and I remember playing it on the Wii U. That's right. And it ran quite well on the Wii U because maybe because basically that's what it was designed for. Switch port isn't as strong as it should be. The PS4 port is very good though. Very okay, good. That, that's good to know. I mean, that game was fun. It just my problem was that like the switch I don't I don't play my switch at home like as in well, that sounds bad but like you know I've got all I've, like when I'm at home and there's a TV or a computer monitor competition is high in terms of like what do I use like you know, Absolutely, the, the, the yeah. PC puts up a good fight you know the consoles all put up good fights the, the laptop the DVD player puts up a fight you know what I mean but when I'm on on a train or if I'm away the switch puts up an incredible fight but I'm not away a ton, you know what I mean? Like, oh, and when I am away, like knowing that I've got like, you know, I had Mario Odyssey at that time, and I and had Mario Kart, and and then there's Lego City Undercover. It's like, yeah, it's a good game, but there's Odyssey. <laughs> like that game's. See, oh, 
I feel like a weirdo then because I consider myself a gamer and I've been feeling like I've been betraying my consoles because I I see the Switch and I'm just like, why would I play anything else? I'm like, I grab my Switch, I sit on the couch, I chuck on a podcast, I chuck on something and I just chill out on the couch, comfy as hell, don't have to sit on a hard fucking computer chair don't have to fucking lean forward with my controller it's just all there like I'm a pretty it's my neck up, sore so, like, the, the chairs <laughs> are <that> important <laughs> uh, you hit it here first Jack's booty soft as hell take that to the bank um, yeah no I just I don't know I love the Switch I'm one of those guys that's like I wish I could play more on my Switch but don't get me wrong I love the console experience sitting down with a game launch day chucking it on the 4K screen chucking it in waiting 12 years for the download to be done sitting back and just enjoying it you know what I mean I do that with Assassin's Creed every other year I've been doing that with I do it with Watch Dogs I do it with lots of stuff I love that but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I just enjoy the ease of, like, the, the easy pull it out of its dock or chuck it in the dock if I want to play on a TV, sitting back, chilling out, crack a can of Coke. I need to just my chill language. the fuck out. Yeah, play some Pokemon, play some fucking Hades now. Play, do my, do my, uh, there's even this awesome Pokemon cafe game that I'm kind of, cafe game that I'm kind of addicted to, but don't tell anybody about <laughs> because I'm embarrassed. I, I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. Switch is fun and it needs more movie tying games. They're movie tying games. <laughs> I keep forgetting about those. <laughs> I mean, the, the Switch is the perfect platform. Like it, it is the perfect place. Um, and, and there's nothing better than like, you know, you have this home experience with it and then you take it somewhere and, you know, we all catch up yeah. and we're all playing Switch and it's just as good as experience. Like, there is something yeah. very special about that and I do need to give my Switch more time. Like, there's games on there that I need to finish. Um, uh, uh, Breath of the Wild, for example. Like, that that I need to spend oh, some serious hours with and yeah, I think I need to, yeah, you know, set the dock up, get it on the TV. Like, I think I actually need to put some hours Absolutely. into it. Breath of the Wild is a TV game. If there was ever a game on the Switch that I say you need to play it on your TV, it's Breath of the Wild, 100%. I don't think I've played it and on the TV. Mario yeah, Odyssey yeah. sometimes. Mario Odyssey sometimes. Um, but yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Yeah, Breath of the Wild's great. So, I mean, obviously, movie tying games, we love. You keep we trying to bring me back, back to movie tying games. Hang on, we're, we're, we're pivoting, we're pivoting. Movie tying games we love, but we've also spoken a lot about, like, the difference between Switch and how we set ourselves up and mm. the different ways we play. So let me pose a question to you. Play it on VR, me. is it a fad? Ooh, good, or, yeah, good one, good one. Is um, it going to be here for years to come? It's an interesting question. And if you had asked me last week or the week before, sorry, I would have been like, nah, not a fad. Not a fad, not going anywhere, not anything. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I feel like Facebook has really gotten rid of like the gaming community a fair bit out of their devices like they're going really standalone they're going in their own direction with the oculus devices i don't think it's necessarily like the wrong direction or a bad direction it's just a business direction and and it's fine um but i'm conflicted i don't think vr is going anywhere i just i just ponder where it'll be in the gaming industry like i I think vr has a lot of purpose outside of the house whether that be going to zero latency and playing VR games in a warehouse or whether that be in a hospital or, you know, the academic world, whatever. So I don't think VR as a technology is going anywhere. 
but yeah, gaming wise, I guess it's just. I think Valve has to carry us for a bit longer. I think because um, mm. they're they're the company that produces something, you know, like Steam VR, and it works across all headsets on PC, basically. Like they they are really like the the middle the middle of it. They're the core of the VR experience outside of PlayStation. I mean, who knows if PS Five has a VR headset compatible with it and it knocks everyone off their feet? Like you know, potentially that's where it goes. But I'm really I'm really conflicted. I don't think it's a fad though. I think it's I think it's a lot more than that. Um, but at the same time, like I own a headset, and I don't use it much, so I'd, mm-hmm. I'm probably like saying things that I'm not actually acting out. So. Once I um, move house in the next six months and have space to use my VR, it'll be interesting to see whether I'm on it a lot or not. I anticipate I'll use it more if I've got more space, but um, I, will, I will report back in on that. I will report back fair, in on that. How do you feel about it all? What do you think? Is it, is it a fad? Uh, no, I don't think it's a fad. I, 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 at the moment, I see it more of uh, a sort of... Uh, less of a gameplay tool and more of an experience. Like, yeah. um, with places like zero latency they don't feel like games they feel like experiences there's only been really uh, this is going to sound terrible but I look at all of the VR games Astrobot, great VR game but looks like the sequels aren't going to be VR exclusive and I don't think we need VR exclusive games I think if more games sort of added VR and optimised their games for VR they would do really well when I think back to when I my when I think back to when I said, yeah, VR is going to be around for a while and it's going to be big, was when I originally played Resident Evil 7 in VR. And God, I hope Resi 8 has a VR mode, because that's just going to make me cry. <laughs> I almost fucking cried playing Resi 7 in VR. That was terrifying. Fuck that. And I, oh, man. It added... Like, VR added to it. And I, I can't see VR being sort of like a main sort of thing for at least years to come like don't get me wrong I'm, I'm excited for people to release more VR games but I feel like if there was like VR modes or VR sort of things incorporated into games like Resi 7 you can play the whole thing on VR or the whole thing not on VR and that added so yeah. much to the game like I can play Resi to a point because it just scares the shit out of me sometimes <laughs> I can just play it normally the second I put on a VR headset my hair stand up on edge I hear something behind me it actually fucking terrifies me there are some games out there that like could really benefit from VR being incorporated. Like, I would love to see. It, it could probably never happen because Resi's more slow paced. But could you imagine if we could play Cyberpunk in VR? That would be mind boggling. Imagine looking up and seeing all these buildings in Night City, going, talking to a corpo, sitting down like in the chair and looking down at your arm while they pull out the cords and do all the stuff. And you're just in this room looking around at all this awesome environment, all these awesome and weird characters and stuff. Like if I could play all of Cyberpunk in VR, that would be cool. If I could play all of Deus Ex in VR, that would be Amazing if they incorporated VR sort of things. Like if you're wearing a VR headset, it's like, please look at this. You look at that. You know what I mean? And it does a scan mm-hmm. thing. If you move your head away, the scan fails. Oh, please look back. Oh, okay, look back. You know what I mean? Like they do it in games all the time. I mean, look at the original Halo. Please look up at this. I was look just down thinking, at that. Look like that, that sequence that. in VR would be awesome. 
That would be dope. Like a Halo VR experience would be amazing. I don't think like anybody could, I mean, Halo in VR, if you could play a Halo one in VR, don't up- update the graphics or anything. You don't have to make it amazing, but I feel like that would add to ha- like Halo as an experience. It's not totally fast paced. It's not insane. I think that would be such an awesome thing to be able to play in VR. So people out there listening, make more VR games, add VR to more games that are already coming out. Cause there are games out there that will benefit from it. What do you like, think? I hope Resi 8 has VR mode. That'll be amazing. Yeah, I definitely hope so too. Um, not, not for me though. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think is the most, uh, out of these two, what is the most prohibitive part of VR? Is it the, I don't want to say the lack of games, but like, you know, if someone was going to buy VR, they don't have an interest in any of the available games or is it the price of VR that's more off-putting? Um, uh, it could be a combination, I guess. Like, if there's no yeah, change, I then see, the price I isn't going to be attractive. One, exactly. I see one always being a, a, a point to go with the other. It's like, oh man, I could buy it. It's a lot of money, but there's no games to play. And then it's like, man, I bought this VR headset. It's the coolest thing ever, but you know, I can't play any games. It's just like, uh, I think. Hmm. Yeah. We, I mean, we go out and we pay $700 for a console. So it's not out of the realm of possibility for people to go out and spend $700 on a PSVR. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if there's no games for them to play on it, that's that's the issue. Do you there think- are some good VR games out there. The oh, only absolutely. issue is figuring out which ones are the good ones and which ones are the trash ones. It's just hard. It's hard. Um, do you think the PS5 VR will be tethered to the console or do you think it'll be like an Oculus Quest where it will be more like a Vita I guess like it can just go anywhere it'll be wireless do you think it'll still require yeah. the console um yep yeah 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 that, I think it'll be dumb that, that console running VR games though like it would be able to put out some pretty pretty VR games which is why I really hope Resi 8 has a VR mode and it launches day and date with the new... Like, imagine if you did, like, a bundle where if you buy the new PlayStation VR, it comes with the camera, it comes with two, whatever these new controllers are, the headset and a copy of Resident Evil 8, that would be a that would be a headset seller, I think. Yeah, I wonder... Because people have such fond memories of Resi 7. I don't know much about the PSVR from a technical viewpoint. Like, I mean, I know the basics, but I wonder how much plugging that into a PS5 will increase the experience. Like, I wonder if the headsets like screen quality and pixel count and things like that are just sort of at its limits yeah. where it needs new hardware. Or I wonder if yeah. they can get years more out of that headset that everyone already owns just with new processing capability. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of at its max where it is now. Yeah. I think... I think... It's it's hard. I mean, I, I one of the big drawbacks of the headset we have now and what people have always said is it's just a bit clunky and the wires are very annoying. If there was a way to streamline it, even down to one wire, because really you've got like three or four different cords coming out the back of your head, leading into two or three things plugging into your PlayStation. If there was a way to have just this one little box that plugs into your PS5 and the one cord that goes from the back of your head to this box, that would be cool. Like one cord would be fine. And then I can see them do... Yeah, see them doing that, and then years down the line, maybe doing a wireless PS5 headset, which would just be amazing. 
I think the, I, the I fact that the PS5 doesn't have a dedicated port on the back of it for this or additional ports or a second HDMI slot, the fact that it doesn't have anything that indicates the VR plug-in in... I know the PS4 doesn't, but if I was redoing the PS4, I would definitely chuck a second HDMI port in for the VR yeah. kit. Yeah. The fact that the PS5 doesn't have anything like that either means it's really expensive and they couldn't afford it, or it means, um, yeah, probably going wireless. And I hope that's the case. I hope so. Yeah. That would, I think that would be a massive win, especially Absolutely. with how VR is progressing. I think like that, like that. I don't know. I'm always interested in VR headsets and like, which one should I buy? Which one should I get? The only one I own is the PS VR, and I really yeah. enjoyed my time with it, and it makes me want to get into VR. So if PlayStation turned around and said, hey, we're releasing a wireless one, it works with all our games, there'll be like different experiences and stuff like that, I'd be down for that. I would totally be down for that. Uh, yeah, I would totally buy. And I, just thinking about what PlayStation could do, like games-wise, I mean, Alex is really cool and all that sort of stuff. Like, I'm a massive Half-Life fan. And then I look at the other stuff and I'm like, yeah, I guess I could play that. But I mean, could you imagine if they did a... I mean, I look at Battlefield. I look at Battlefront. Like, they did the X-Wing VR missions. Imagine if Battlefield had, like, tank missions where you're in VR. Or you have some sort of God of War VR experience. They've done Spider-Man experiences. Why not let Insomniac create a VR mode for Spider-Man 2 where you're just in VR swinging around the city? No combat, no nothing like that. Just an experience. Like, they've got so many different games that they could pull for from and craft and cater to so many different types of experiences and games. It's just, it's, yeah, it's weird. I wonder if they'll go all out in VR this generation. Cause I feel like PlayStation's just sort of scratched the surface last generation. Like they've dipped their toe in. They kind of know how it works. They've released some killer apps for the system. Is this where they just go, all right, cool. Strip off, jump in. Let's do it. PS5 VR. Let's, crank out Resident Evil, let's crank out a first person shooter that runs well, uses the aim controller to better, like let's create a new aim controller that works better, feels better, like I hope they yeah. do, but then again, time will tell. I I hope that they um, give it another go, because I, I can't imagine yeah. what they've learnt off the first kit, and oh, um, I hope it has uh, inside out tracking although I'm not hopeful based on the fact that the PS5 already has a camera for sale but yeah We'll, um, we'll have to wait and see because I the inside out tracking like especially with the gun and stuff would just be awesome like it means if you turned around and the camera couldn't see you and whatever it would all just keep on going but at the same time then the camera yeah. grounds it like makes you feel like the PS5 is dragging you down so who knows there might be some psychology yeah. going on there um, looking forward to seeing before we wrap up I do have yes. one more question lay it on me Ready. do you see Xbox entering the VR game this generation no not at all Nah, only because Windows seems to be going down the um, the AR route more so than the VR, and I just okay. don't see that being successful in the living room. Um, yep, fair enough. But, I mean, at I the same, yeah. I just wondered. I just wondered, because people have asked me, do you see Xbox doing VR? And I always say, no, not really. I kind of feel like if there was a chance of Xbox doing VR, that ship sailed. Plus, I don't see... People don't look... Like, people were very down on Xbox, so I don't see them releasing a VR headset as being something that'll make them money in the long run. I feel like they would lose money on that. Yeah. Which is... The only thing that I would say, like, they might, and, I mean, I know Microsoft does, 
AR and VR and has headsets and, you know, HoloLens and a platform and what's it called? Windows Mixed Reality Platform or something. Yeah, something like that. When they announced the Project Scorpion and Todd Howard mentioned that the console will run VR, like, they didn't just do that with the hopes of making VR one day. Like, they were clearly working on it. And yeah. potentially they were just waiting for the better processing power of the next gen to come along. Because I have to imagine all that processing power would be pretty like beneficial to VR. So potentially they'll bring something out and prove me wrong. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'd- this has just hit me. But Bethesda's done a lot of VR stuff. Potentially they're going to have some VR games ready for the launch of their platform. (laughs) Cyberpilot was VR. They did a lot of VR stuff. Mm, Maybe they're playing that uh, that old 3D chess they seem to be into. Perhaps. Perhaps (laughs) they are. Perhaps they are. But I think that's going to do us for this week. So thank you very much for joining me, Jack. Pleasure as always. Thanks for having me. Uh, Yeah. So next week we're going to be talking about games that you should have loved but hated and vice versa, games that you should have hated but really loved. Plus, seeing as we're still sort of stuck indoors or we're being advised to stay indoors, I think now is about... I'm starting to get that itch, that that travelling itch. So I think next week we should definitely sit down and talk about what stuff we take with us when we travel, what gaming stuff, what computer, all that sort of stuff. Travel kit, yeah. The stuff that we like to take away to PAX or on holiday or stuff like that, so... That'll be a fun one for next week. But yeah, thank you very much for joining me, Jack. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. Now, remember, this goes up every Friday night on Spotify or two days later up on YouTube. Uh, Jack, tell people where they can find you. Uh, Not on the train that's going past. There's been so many trains tonight. What is going on? (laughs) Um, uh, You can find me on Instagram, uh, Jack7G, spelt out in letters. Go and check him out, everybody. He's got some great photos up there. He pushes me to do better on Instagram. Honestly, he does. I really need to start posting more on Instagram. I've been a naughty boy. Uh, Can I get all those collector's yeah, editions much, up, guys. man? I want to see the collector's oh, editions. I know, I know. I'm going to get to work on it. I'll do it. I'll start this week, everybody. You heard it this week. Next week, if I haven't posted anything, you can all yell at me. But yeah, please, guys, remember to go. <laughs> Check us out over on YouTube at Aussie Lag Gaming. Check us out on Spotify, Aussie Lag Gamescast. Uh, I'm streaming almost every day over on Twitch. Definitely go and check that out. I'll be streaming Hades all week, so if you guys are interested in Hades, please come and check it out. I'm going to be streaming some other stuff as well. A couple of games that have been sent to me by developers. We really need to check them out. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. YouTube, check me out on Twitter, Facebook, never on Facebook, but it's over there. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week. So thank you very much for joining us, everybody. And until next time, may all your games be good ones. Keep gaming, everybody. Catch, Catch you, everyone.